Hi guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Yo, 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 Salam Nerds. It's your boy Neebs, aka Watch It Neebs. And I'm here with my boy Jazz, aka the Jazz Rog. The Jazz Rog, because they finally teased it. That's the ball rock. Okay, okay, okay. I will be. This is going to be an unpopular opinion, but mm. I am disappointed that they showed him there. Really? Why? What's the point of it? Like, we knew the Balrog and that nameless uh, soldier when they clashed. That's how Mithril was created. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you show that now at the bottom of Khazad-dûn? Like, you're just essentially saying, oh, we're going to destroy this whole thing. Like, that should have been a surprise. I don't know, man. I think uh, a lot of people are like, hey, we need a way to get people excited about this show. And this might do it. This might it do it. It didn't do it for me. Like, I thought, even for other people, I think it was just like, at best, it did nothing. At worst, it upset people like me. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I felt like it was a little early too, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it as much. Right, because like you just gave away. <laughs> like you could essentially have destroyed the whole mountain, and made a really cool like finale like surprise from it, like the way Mountain Doom was created. Yeah, that was but a cool no, surprise. They just gave it away, like. What do you mean they gave it away, bro? It's just one more episode left. Why? Why not? Yeah, but it's like in the next season or something. We know that the whole area is gonna be destroyed now. Listen, they planned out the whole five seasons, so I think they know. Like, I think they paced it well. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm skeptical about this one. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. All right, all right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, let's get into it, man. So this episode starts off with this like amazing scene with like a red background and red fire and i got to witness the behind the scenes of that particular scene at comic-con which was oh. amazing real fire uh they were talking about all the cool stuff that was happening there they told how difficult it was to shoot um how they were sweating in their clothes oh, I um, believe that. <laughs> yeah yeah they were in this huge huge set and it was like 
black it was like really red there like they had like this green on top it's not cgi it's not a green screen that's turned red they actually had like a red screen on top shining red light it was wild damn what a cool effect yeah and like all of the stuff like on the floor is not cgi like it was really all there <laughs> red sun <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little superman reference <laughs> Superman is part of Lord of the Rings confirmed. <laughs> yeah, so it's cool. So the, the episode starts off with her finding uh, Gladriel, finding uh, Theo, and uh, they're all like trying to find each other. And he's like, "It's my fault," and she's like, "Yeah, well, it's my fault too." <laughs> like, what's yeah. the point of like assigning blame at this point, right? There's like not much you can do. Um, a really cool line she said. It's like, uh, "Don't bear." the weight of this on your shoulders because then you may not be able to take it off i'm like oh, shit. Ooh. actually i tweeted a line from this episode let me see if i could find it oh yeah, man right into it your line of the week i always have a line of the week and i do not know because i did so many tweets about uh freaking comic-con this is going to be hard to hard to find Let's see. Rings of Power. Oh, man. This is the line, bro. All right. We're going to do this early. Usually we do this late, but since I have it right here in front of me, here's the line. Um, so he's talking about how he's like, like wants to do bad things, right? Uh, and she says, it darkens the heart to call dark deeds good. Yeah. It gives place for evil to thrive inside us. Every war is fought both without and within of that every soldier must be mindful even i even you bro does that make me a soldier <laughs> bro that was incredible yeah that was amazing and i love that line because like it's like one of those things where it's like like even like people say that like the ends justify the means and this yeah, is right, kind of what matters right and this kind of yeah, and this kind of like is a opposing quote to that, right? And like, just because um, you shouldn't call a deed good if it was bad, even if it was meant for good things, you have to accept it, right? You can be like, listen, I needed to do this, there it is, but don't justify it as a good deed because no, of A or B. It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing, and I did it because I was weak, right? You cheat on an exam. You, you can say, oh, well, the school is unfair and this and that. And people had advantage. So I needed to cheat in order to stay at, at level playing field. You can do the mental gymnastics to make yourself feel better. But it's still a bad deed. What you did is a bad deed. You accept it as a bad deed. Uh, to say it's a good deed or justified or make it righteous or play mental gymnastics to say, hey, other people had a bigger advantage. Uh, that's not right. And I love that this quote kind of. That's, like there's so many quotes here that you can use in your everyday life. I love that. Uh, that actually applies to me in everyday life. It's really similar to that. It's like the path to hell is paved with good intention. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right? You, can do, you can have so many good intentions. If you're still doing bad stuff, you're gonna end up in hell. Like, and that's exactly what it's saying. That is a great point, right? Because uh, this, even in religion, like a lot of people do this right like uh mm -hmm. you know terrorists and stuff they think they're doing these things uh for the greater good and they think that it's righteous but no it's still an evil deed mm -hmm. what you're doing is an evil deed no matter how you slice it yeah. right uh it's one of those things i don't know love that quote man we shouldn't call Beautiful. we should never call dark deeds good ever never no always accept how bad it's like even like you know i eat a lot of steak right sure 
and I am very conscious about the number of cows that have to be slaughtered for it. Yes, I agree. I, I, I'm with you. I'm not conscious about, you know, animals dying and how sentient they can be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not only that, it, it's the environment, the greenhouse gases and the methane mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So, like, I am, like, okay, so I am one of those people, uh, even though I don't practice this, I do believe that you should have to kill your own meat. I, I feel I like I feel like if you want to eat meat, kill it yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you should know the burden and the hardship. You should look that animal in the eye and pray for forgiveness from that animal or pray to God for giving you that animal yeah. and saying, hey, I'm sacrificing this animal. That hardship that you have from killing that animal, you should have that when you eat that animal because that'll lessen the amount of times you eat, which I do think we should eat less meat. We, yeah, we need to. I, I don't think, especially Muslims, man, we eat a lot of freaking meat, man. We, we it's really it's bad. Meat, yeah. It's it's bad. Um, like I think we need to eat less meat. I don't think I don't think we need to cut it all out, but we should eat less of it, right? Yeah. And uh, and the thing is, back in the day when we were allowed and permissible to eat meat, people were shepherds, and basically meat wasn't as accessible, so right, there was no, luxury. right? It was a luxury, so there was no need to like limit meat. Uh, back in the day, whereas now this mass produced, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's why I only eat halal meat. So that way, whenever I'm out, I know that the animals is taken care of. It's humanely killed. Uh, sometimes I'll do kosher. Uh, it's the same thing. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not being vegetarian, but at least like I sleep a little better at night knowing that like my meat consumption is a lot less because I have a few uh, gates in between right yeah. so you know like twice but, a week i only eat vegetarian for the whole day yeah i was vegetarian for two months uh i think last two uh back in july and august i was completely vegetarian nice yeah i had cholesterol issues <laughs> uh like all busy men <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um but um yeah I'm, i i i i have cut down on meat and you know yeah. we'll see but yeah man i yeah it's it, you know it's no reason to call a dark deed good. Yep. I and totally agree. All the things that we do. Yep, yep. Uh, another, uh, another. every time I quote these, I have my quote of the week, people give me their quotes. And somebody uh, named That Nerd Chris uh, said, Elrond is as much of a brother to me as if he'd been fired in my own mother's womb. Yeah, when Duran said that, I was like, oh, man. That's brotherhood, bro. That's... Mm -hmm. That's great, dude. Like no other show has lines like this. Like even like House of Dragon, there's no like lines where I can repeat and say, "Yo, this this line is gonna stay with me for years." Like there's no lines like that. Right, there isn't. You're right. Like I truly think Rings of Power is a better show than House of the Dragon right now. Yeah, I mean at the very least, dialogue wise, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean that's an unpopular opinion, but I, I stand by it. Okay, so this part's a little confusing, and I might blame it on Comic Con fatigue. But uh, Isildur is—is is he dead? He's dead. So that was him underneath all that rubble and stuff. Yes, that Isildur is dead. Okay, I was very confused because I forgot what he looks like. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were three of them. What happened to the third guy? <laughs> like he just disappeared. I don't know. Um, they're all probably dead. No, well, the other guy's not. The, I mean, Samoa, yeah, like the, the yeah, New Zealand guy. He is. The Rock uh, isn't dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he isn't dead. Uh, but 
we find out the queen is blind dude that mm. scene that scene shook me yeah she was like, she's what? like when are we gonna get out of the smoke and i'm like oh like no. everyone even the actors went quiet and i was like yeah that was yeah. wild right mm-hmm. dude freaking and then she just said it like wait a second i can't smell it how long have we been out of here and it's like oh yeah man. and like she knew by their silence too that like crap how long had they been and like mm-hmm. she's like you got to keep this between us and keep going and they were like still not going like keep going um and then you also see the captain he is broken too he knows his son is dead he saw the horse um he got some anger towards uh what's her face gladriel it's interesting right like she he's mad at gladriel because of the war and the fight and taking his son not so mad at the sea for taking his wife but she is always right she's always right she is always right i don't know i don't know pretty pretty really but uh yeah i, I his character seems to be shaking a little bit and I, i'm excited to see where that goes i hope he doesn't go heal i hope he doesn't turn into a bad guy with all his pain and stuff but uh i don't know what do you think Jad? do you know do you know something or what <laughs> um let's wait for the next episode i think Okay, okay. Um, I don't. I haven't read the books. I don't know anything, so nothing I say is spoilery. But I feel like Isidore is alive. Um, there was some funny action with his horse. His horse was acting a little funny and and ran away. And like apparently, horses have connections to their owners. So okay. that was that was a little that was a little strange because the horse didn't want to go. I think the horse might have felt that uh, homie's still alive. I don't know. They have, yeah. All right, all right. Um, and then we see Gladriel give. Theo, a sword. Yeah. I don't know what that's going to entail, but that You're sounded a soldier, like bro. he's a soldier, a soldier now, man. Mm-hmm. Loki kind of, he was kind of evil though, with uh, stabbing himself with the sword, man. He's got a taste of the sword, so I don't I know. He didn't stab himself. He just held it, right? And then once it started growing, it just. Oh, I, th- I thought you have to stab yourself with it for it to grow. No, no, no. Once you hold it and you essentially activate the key, uh... it will grow and stab you. Mm, interesting. It's a sacrifice you make to use it. You that's interesting. Marked by the key. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, uh, we talked about the queen going blind, but how about her speech? Yeah. How you know, she's a great actress, man. That speech was dope. She did a great job with that speech. Actually, one thing I want to do right before that. Galadriel heard Ellen Deal say, I regret coming here and all that. She has amazing hearing, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah, she heard him say it. Oh, wow. Go up to him. That's he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tension, tension. I mean, it's not exactly tension, it's just harder on her yeah yeah because she has to bear this burden she has to hear everyone in pain everyone dying she can't escape it she hears all of it damn that's, that's wild. a burden on her man that really is damn yeah. that's what all she's right. telling theo like don't bear this burden if you don't have to yeah makes sense man and then we see holbrook uh still alive and kicking barely Hellbrand. every time. Why do I call him that? Hellbrand. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
Oh man, listen, I can't get these bite names right. <laughs> Reverse racism, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So he's alive. Cut that out. <laughs> he he's alive. He's he's still kicking. Um. And then that was that was it. That was it for him. Um. We'll see where that goes. But let's go to nori and her adventures the harfoots the harfoots um we see that you know uh they come up to this place and it seems like it was strucken by mount doom so all of the plant life and everything is dead and the stranger goes ahead and starts uh bringing it back to life or tries to and the branch falls and almost kills one of the harfoots and you know it was it seems to be the thing that he is worried about that he is dangerous to these people. He is peril is what he says. He's peril. So he decides to leave, but his magic still worked. It just was delayed a little bit. And then all of the plants and everything came back. Uh, but he left and then we see the three hijabis show up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they burn everything to the ground. <laughs> right. Oh, that was so funny. Because, like, you, you know, we knew they were evil, but way to just, like, <laughs> add the icing on the cake. Like, we're evil, evil. They're very evil. And then, um, yeah, they're looking for the stranger. We know what they're doing, you know. Uh, and then she told them which way he's going. Or did she? Or she did she? tried to distract, but they knew. Right? But they knew. They knew. Um and then after they, they they saw the sacrifice that the stranger made and him bringing back the food, they decided to go and see if he's okay. They're going to go protect him. I don't know how. I don't know what or warn him, but they are. Mm, what do you think about that? Well, I know they're going to try. And I know that if the theory that he's Gandalf is true... Mm-hmm. It would make sense why Gandalf is so old and he has such a good relationship with the Hobbits because they're truly family here. Yeah, yeah. Right? They're the first people uh, that really welcomed him and took care of him. Yep. Now, this episode is also interesting because there could also be like a red herring here, and I'm not sure. Ooh, what's the red herring? About what? Radagast the Brown. Who's that? Is that a wizard? He is a one of the most interesting characters in The Hobbit. Uh, mm. He's a little zany, a little unusual. Wait, why do I remember this? I read The Hobbit. Radagast? Really? I don't know. It's been a while. I, 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 it's been years. Yeah. So. Radagast, was he in the movie? Was he in the movie The Hobbit? I think he was, yeah. What? Whoa, I don't remember this. I watched the movies too. <laughs> Why can't I remember any of this? I'm thinking of Madagascar every time you say Radagascar. <laughs> I like to move it, move it. <laughs> so the reason why, it's because um, Aaron Deer, you know, when he says, you know, Valar, one of them watches over growing things in mm. the trees, right? And that's Yavanna. And then the Valar had subordinate assistant spirits named Mayar. Mm-hmm. You know, the work from Sauron was one, for example, for the smith Ale, who created the uh, dwarves. Mm-hmm. And Gandalf was the support of Manwe. So... But the... Sorry. 
<laughs> I lost my train of thought there. One of the Valar, or one of the uh, Meyer who worked for Yavanna was Radagast the Brown. And he ended up living in Mirkwood, which is where they are. And he also had the power to heal the trees. Mm. So this could be Radagast, but knowing Amazon, I think this is a red herring. And it probably still is Gandalf. Okay, okay. That's very interesting. Cool. I did not know that. All right. Um, now let's talk about who really runs this show. Who's the real main star of this show? It's the two best friends that anybody could ask. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, uh, it's Elrond and Dorin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's this whole thing about going with Mithril uh, and the whole exchange. And, you know, the elves come up there and they're like, hey, in exchange for this Mithril, we offer you five centuries of like all this Goods, stuff, yeah. like seeds and food and everything you could possibly need and they're like well we need to get on this deal it sounds like a pretty good deal yeah, and then his <laughs> father is like no i'm i'm gonna pass um and which is really interesting because that's where like you see a little bit of like discontent uh from his son and you see disa and uh what you'll call it, um, and well, wow, what's her name? Darren. Sir, Darren? Sir, we're gonna call her Princess Disa. Ah, uh, Princess she Disa. Is a princess. <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. Uh, the princess and the prince, they were discussing it, and she was all like, "Listen, he's not gonna be king forever. This is your, this is your kingdom. You need to start acting like it is." Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, "We will make it work. We will figure this out." Um, and then he was like, "No, we can't." And then he tells. Elrond. Oh, when he tells Elrond, my heart breaks, man. He's like really sad. Yeah, uh, and he's, you can feel his sadness there. Like he wants to help his friend so bad, yeah. uh, but he, he's like, no, I can't. And then he's like, listen, I respect it, man. I know you tried. I know if you could, you would. And he starts to leave. He leaves the mithril. He leaves the tree. And then what do we see? Mm-hmm. We see it. The leaf comes back to life, which yeah. is proof. He's like, oh shit. They can't save them. This will work. Mm-hmm. So that is very, very cool. And then he's like, screw it. Let's do it. Hail Mary. So they go. They try to find. They, they uh, start mining. And they feel, They find out that there's so much mithril. There's more to spare. They have tons of it. Yeah. Like, um, imagine just like, <laughs> like oh, I'm gonna go dig in my front yard, and oh my god, this is a giant diamond mine. What the hell? Right, exactly. <laughs> and he's like, no, um, we're well, not I'm gonna Texas, do this. It'd be oil here. Like, <laughs> it would be oil here. Yeah. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Uh, yeah. No Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Yep. <laughs> Oh man, that's just funny. It's gonna old Derek in my front yard, right? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, yes, Dad's mad and puts him out, and then you know there's contention. Uh, and then when they fill up the stuff and they throw the the leaf in there, we see the Balrog. So was his father right the whole time? Does he that's know about the Balrog? Hate, but like, oh my god, like if they knew about this. Right? Mm-hmm. Why would you settle here? Mm. Right? That's why I don't believe the father knew because no sane minded person, whether it's the generations of kings before Durin, old Durin, not son of Durin, but like right. Durin, Durin, um, yeah. 
all, if all the previous kings knew, right, they should not have settled here. Mm. That's like settling in a place where you know it's going to be an earthquake and a volcanic eruption soon one day. I mean, people do live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Right. California is you know going to be. You're right. what, what am I saying? California is going to be underwater. One big earthquake, and it's like gone. <laughs> the Maldives are going to be gone. Yo, global warming is a problem, guys. <laughs> we got to figure this Actually, out. Did I ever tell you that I did the model for it if all the ice caps melted? No, you never did. Yeah, so I made a model. New York, New Jersey, all underwater. Florida entirely will be underwater. Yeah. Um, the Houston area. I'm in Sugarland. I will be underwater, but if I were to go slightly north to the woodlands, that area would be the new beach. It's mm. about 40 miles away. Um, but the you know temperature here will be insane. But we'll have nice beaches. <laughs> wow. So, listen, uh, Lord of the Rings is really just about climate change, if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny story about that. There's, like, a big theory that this is truly an allegory for climate change. Really? Yeah. Wow, I was just joking, but I'm smarter than I think. (laughs) And for the record, for anybody listening, I can't believe I'm saying this, but anything in the Rust Belt, it was going to be the place to be in the future. Anything against the what? The Rust Belt. What's the Rust Belt? New York. Oh. uh, Cleveland, Ohio, up through Chicago. Yeah. Wisconsin, that area. Ah. Yeah. That's all going to be gone? No, no, that's the best place to live at that point. Oh, that's the best place. So upstate New York, so near the Niagara Falls, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Toronto, uh, Detroit, Michigan, like all of Michigan, really. Mm. This is where you want to be. Minneapolis. Even How like much time you. do we have? You have a couple hundred years. Mm. So make right. investments for your great, 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 great grandkids. So buy a place in Alabama? No. No. <laughs> that's bad, too? That's no. Bad. What about the middle? What about like Kansas? It's going to be so hot. Uh, all right. So that Rust Belt, that's it. Yeah, you need the Great Lakes and their ability to cool down the surrounding areas. All right. The heat. Ooh, maybe you can just buy stuff in Detroit that's mad cheap. Yeah. Let's go. Detroit is going to come back up one day in the next couple hundred years, and it will be an amazing city. Chicago will be the you know middle hub of the country. Wow. And my beloved Houston will be underwater. Mmm. Yikes. All right. Well, speaking of doom. (laughs) (laughs) So we see that Mount Doom is in full effect and all the orcs and stuff can just freely just walk around wherever they want to be and go, which like, to be honest, (laughs) kind of not mad. (laughs) No, I think that's a really cool way they did it. Like, Right? All this ash and soot is the reason sun's blocked, and therefore you can walk on land. That's brilliant! Like, yo, it's a smart move, man. Smart yeah, move. I I totally get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I I like that, man. I like that. Um, like they kind of like in in Lord of the Rings, we had no uh motivation or knew anything about the orcs and stuff like that or Sauron, but like the Uruks, you know, can't call them orcs, Uruks. <laughs> Uh, they kind of have a little bit of our sympathy because, like, yo, they just want to be able to go out, you know, at all times. Yep. They don't want no curfew. They don't want no curfew. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, I, I thought that was interesting. I will say that I had one gripe with this whole thing is when they showed uh, 
you know, Southland turned to Mordor with like on like on screen. I'm like, yeah, that's how you're gonna do that. What I like that. I like no. that. I wish they did on the intro, like Game of Thrones style with the map. Yeah. And then it changed. That would have been something cool. Right? But that scene that dragged on for like 45 seconds and then it just shifted to Mordor. I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. Really? I like that. I thought that I, was a waste. I thought I was like, ooh, dun, 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 dun. I thought it looked cheesy. Like, there are better ways to do it now. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I can understand why you would say that. I'm I didn't very mind it. picky, okay? I love Lord of the Rings. I want it to be perfect. Then now you sound like one of the Lord of the Rings purists. I, I do. <laughs> I'm like Galadriel. <laughs> Gonna kill all of you and your children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man. <laughs> we really need to get some guests on this show. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Well, it was only one more episode left. We got to get at least one guest on this show. I don't think we will, man. I think this is like, going to be the joke of this whole sequence is that we will not have a single guest. We had, like, we had a guest prepared today. We had two guests prepared today, and they both backed out. One didn't know it was going to be video, so she was like, oh, video? Yikes. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and the she... other one was doing his job, so good for him. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, we've had people before. Some people, uh, you know, uh, didn't come on because of a date. <laughs> Some people didn't come out for, like, there's something to be there. It's like this episode, this podcast episode is always cursed. But I am going to reach out to somebody for next episode. Hopefully we can get them. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Or we just, like, be like, oh, nope, no guest rings of power. We're just going to be nerds. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like if we get, like, I got to see what the analytics are. Are people actually watching this episode? Maybe we stop doing Wings of Power. Maybe that's not one of the shows we recap. I think that's the thing. Like, I feel like if we can't get a guest, people are not watching it. But it's such a good show. It's such a good show. It really is. I enjoy talking about it. I don't know. We can... I know. I don't know. I de- we definitely need the feedback, guys. If you like this, definitely give us some feedback. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Also, like, it's on a weird day. It's on Friday, and then the weekends are, like, busy for us. So some days we do it on Sunday. Some days we do it on Monday. I think that also factors in. Yeah, because we would have had Judge Becerra today, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, listen, it's only one more episode. Let's give it – let's finish the season, and then we'll see what we want to do about next season. Maybe next season – by next season, we'll be bigger and better. And we'll have, like, an actual list of guests for the show. We'll have more guests, and we'll have a bigger bigger fan base, too. So we'll see. We'll see where we're at. That's the other thing. We don't actually plan out all this until, like, a week in advance. (laughs) I mean, listen – Maybe we should do a bit better about that. (laughs) Well, like, this week was Comic-Con, and it was insane. So it's really, really difficult to to plan. But listen, guys, if you enjoy The Lord of the Rings and The Rings of Power and you like this podcast, let us know. Let us know for overdue. Doing, we're on the right track let us know if like hey this is not one of your favorites well uh we did a poll on youtube and majority of the people like marvel and they like uh house of the dragon and they like uh, the bachelor those are the top three yep <gasps> wait 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 are we gonna talk about the issue with galadriel what's the issue with galadriel her husband oh yes we realized she has a husband that was wild he's dead yeah, he is not going but to be in the sequel. But that makes zero sense because then in the, in the in the movies he he's there. What do you mean in the movie he's there? Celeborn. But like, I don't know. Could that still be like another husband? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could be a Durin Durin situation. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. 
Or he could come back to life. I don't know. I don't know how stuff works here, man. Yeah. We know. we don't know. We don't know. Anyways, we'll see. That is another actual criticism I have about the you know storyline here. Galadriel's husband is dead now, according to this, but we know she has a husband named Celeborn, and they have their happily ever after in the movies. So let's see how Amazon fixes this. Mm, listen, they can do it. I believe in them. Yeah. Now, I I'm done, now I'm done with the show. Now we can look, look at my I'm dressed as Ted Lasso. You believe? And I believe. I believe. Yeah, I love it. yeah man. That's right. Anyways, guys, uh, that's all we have for today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, until next time, guys, salam nerds. Peace.